This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Friday, July 17th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew Dwoskin. Matt, how's it going? Mm, can't complain, Dylan. How you been? I'm good. I'm good. We're back. We got our week off for the All-Star break, and uh, we're back. Uh, back for a day before the weekend, but... Want to get in for these uh these games before the weekend? How was your All Star break, Matt? You watch Home Run Derby? You watch the All Star game at all? I I tried to watch Home Run Derby. I could not take Chris Berman. It was just too it was just too stupid. I understand. That's fair. That's understandable. I it, think. Just, it's, it 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 started off stupid and it got worse. And yeah. I I people, just people like the new format at least. I mean, you got these old I, announcers, but new format's kind of neat. I do like the format. I thought it was kind of cool, but I just I couldn't handle him yep. and then. Yeah, they've, they've got. I'm sorry, Major League Baseball. That's like their one failing is they stick with these announcers. That's an ESPN thing. Yeah, I know. What about Joe Buck? I know. I we, know. We can't find. A, you know, there's not one person in the, in the United States of America that's a better broadcaster than Joe Buck is right now. Really? I don't know. It's it's political. I'm sure. I have no doubt. Who I don't. Knows? I just. I, I want to know who's who's so in love with him that we have to put him. On, on every national broadcast. It just doesn't make any sense. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. It's weird. You're not the only one to wonder. But yeah, All-Star breaks over, heading officially into the second half, even though we're a little bit past halfway done. Mm. And uh, yeah, we're going to look at DFS picks for Friday the 17th, and then we'll peek at the weekend. And then uh, yeah, we'll have some Field of Streams picks too, and uh can catch up there. I finally filled out our stats that are caught up so we can take a look at how we did in the first half. But um, let's look at Friday. Uh, and we start with catcher. Matt, what are you thinking at catcher for Friday the 17th? Catcher, I, I got three names for you. Okay. One is one's obvious, one is not, and one is just because. Okay. What do you want first? I want the obvious one. What, Steven Vogt. Okay, Steven Vogt. Uh, yeah, why not? Uh, he's been good against righties all through the first half, and there's no reason he's going to stop. It's Irvin Santana. Who's mm-hmm. competent, but by no means worth you know avoiding. Um, any any reason you particularly like him, or is he just obvious? Um, first, I, I do think he is obvious. And second, I it's it's Irvin Santana and it's Irvin Santana out of Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. Oakland's an okay play to place to pitch, but it's not his home. So yeah, yeah. So I'm. I just say I, I can't. I just I dig the match for Stephen Vogt coming off the All Star break. I think he's had a week to kind of get healthy, kind of you know mm-hmm. recharge the old batteries, and I, I think he's going to come out and have a big, big day off Irvin Santana. Okay, and then who do you have that's less obvious? Uh, less obvious, uh, Chris Iannetta. Okay, yeah, you like Iannetta? A little bit. Uh, Chris Iannetta gets Wade Miley. Yes, and believe it or not, Iannetta he actually hits lefties reasonably well. Sure. He should get in the lineup against Miley. Miley has not been good this year. Yeah, and Ian has been a lot better since a cold start to the season. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, Not only that, Wade Miley. Miley. He's he's the lefty that struggles against righties. Christianetta is, in fact, right-handed and does very well against left-handed pitching. Yep. No, that's a good option. It should be cheap, too. It should be cheap. And it's a, I think it's a great matchup for, for Christianetta. If I'm going to keep a catcher, I'm looking at Christianetta, honestly. Cool. And then uh, who is your other name? Kyle Schwarber. <laughs> yeah, we have to bring him up. He's back. Uh, not 100% sure he gets in the lineup, but he's, they gotta use him, right? They're not gonna call I, him up and not use him. I, you would, you would, you would think that Joe Madden is smart enough to realize that he's got a special player in Kyle Schwarber. Yeah. And would, you know, 
tell Chris Coughlin to sit down or try to get him in there, you know, at catcher and try not, you know, to expose him too badly. Over David Ross or whoever. Yeah. Um, at FanDuel, Kyle Schwarber is 2600 bucks. Obviously, you got to make sure he gets in the lineup. He gets Julio Tehran, who is young and has plenty of talent, but has just had a bad year. Something's wrong with him right now. Um, and so he's exploitable. He has trouble with left-handed batters, which Kyle Schwarber is. So it's not a bad matchup for him. Um, I also wrote Evan Gaddis because Martin Perez. That's uh, Gaddis likes it at lefties. I like Martin Perez when he's healthy, but he's still working his way back, so I'm not sure there yet. So Gaddis could give him a, a rude welcoming back as he's still getting adjusted. Um, Salvador Perez gets John Danks. Sal Perez likes it at lefties, and it's John Danks. Do you like some of these Royals in Chicago? I would like to pick Royals, but I, I kind of struggled to find guys who, who hit lefties in the Royals lineup. Yeah. There's only I, a few, but they're not worthy. Yeah, yeah, I, I really struggled to come up with an, with an infielder that I really liked. Yeah. We forgot to mention uh, the schedule is a little goofy. They're almost all night games, except the Royals and the White Sox will play um, basically an afternoon game. Um, mm-hmm. But that's probably not going to fit your DFS slate. Um, it's Edinson Volquez at Jeff Samarja. They're both a little bit competent enough to where I don't love the matchup for them as pitchers, but I also don't love trying to take advantage of them. And it's probably not going to be in your slate anyway, so we're going to ignore that game. So in terms yeah. of Royals at White Sox, we're thinking night game, Chris Young yeah. at John Dinks. And yeah, um, I think Sal Perez can at lefties. Again, he doesn't take a walk at all, but uh, he's only 2400 bucks on FanDuel. Um, that would be okay with that. Buster Posey is a full $2,000 more. He's $4,400 against Robbie Ray. Robbie Ray's been good. I know Buster Posey can hit lefties, can hit everybody, but Robbie Ray's pretty decent. And I don't know, 4400 bucks for a catcher is a lot when there are other options. Um, my last name is Derek Norris gets Jorge De La Rosa. It's not in Colorado, it's in San Diego, but getting that Rockies pitcher on the road and Jorge De La Rosa is not great and he's left-handed. And Derek Norris likes it at lefties, so hmm. he should be fine there. I see um, it. A lot of options there at catcher. Uh, first base, Matt, what are you thinking? You know, again, you know, I, I always like to look for the less obvious plays at first base, but I don't like to actually play the less obvious plays yes. at first base. Sure. So I'm going obvious. I've got three guys that are all, you know, names I think we, we've kind of gotten used to hearing so far this in the first half, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm starting with Anthony Rizzo against Julio Tehran. Sure. I just, you know, lefty, righty. It's a good Tehran. matchup. Yeah, not, like I said. Tehran, not that great. Yeah, Anthony Rizzo, you know, fantastic. I don't care a little bit about the home run derby. I don't think it has any. I, you know, I don't. He'll be fine. Um, next, Adam Lind. Okay. Against, yeah, I have him. I chuckle, chuckles Morton. Yep. Uh, I like Morton against anybody who's right-handed, but he runs into a lefty like Lind, and he could be in real trouble. Yeah, it's my thought process exactly. Yep. And finally, uh, the, probably one of the more obvious names at first base, I like Albert Pujols. Okay. Yeah. He gets Wade Miley with, also. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a pretty good matchup for him. Pujols can certainly hit lefties real well. Uh, no, there's not much to explain there. He's been good. He's in a, it's hard to call it a career revival because you're not expecting him to really reach former levels, but, uh, he's slowing his decline, which is, uh, exciting for sure. Um, I like him. I wrote those three guys down. The other two I mentioned were Mark Teixeira gets Mike Montgomery, and I think Mike Montgomery is good. I don't think he's going to be as good in the second half as he was in the first half, but he's good. But Mark Teixeira can hit lefties, and it's in Yankee Stadium. It's a good place for him. And uh, Chris Davis gets Anibal Sanchez. Does that have your attention at all? It does, but the, the boomer bust nature of Crush Davis is just... Yeah. I don't, 
It's a GPP play for sure. Yeah, it really is. He he he's he, he's like you know, one of like the ultimate like DFS plays where you know if he like you know runs you know hits two home runs you know you, you probably can win a lot of money. But and you know you can also go over four or four strikeouts easily. Yep. And Sanchez hasn't quite straightened things out, and it's still going up home runs. So if you were to take Chris Davis, he's only thirty five hundred bucks on on FanDuel. That's not. A, a bad place to put might, money. If you could fit Chris Davis in at third base, I might like that a bit better. Yeah. Yep. And, and you could, then go with a more reliable first baseman. Yeah, that you could talk me into. Yeah. Okay. How about uh, second base, though? What were you thinking there? Second base, I had some names to actually... I had, I had, I had four names, which is kind of unusual for me, but I, I, had, I had four guys I really wanted to write down. Okay. Where do you start? Who's your favorite? I'm starting at D. Gordon. Uh, D. Gordon I gets the lefty Adam Morgan. Yeah. In Philadelphia, you're not worried about lefty on lefty at all. Not really. D. D. Gordon does so well against left-handed pitching, and yep. honestly, for, for a speed guy, I like lefty speed guys because they're closer to first base. Yep, yep. He'll be he'll be okay. Uh, D. Gordon is pretty good. He did mess up his thumb uh, before the All Star break, and is expected to be back and be fine. But make sure he makes that lineup. Um, okay. But I mean, it's a thumb. It's not his leg. He'll run. He'll be fine. But he, there's a chance he won't be right back in the lineup. But um, if he is, I, I trust him to run. Actually, I wouldn't discount that thumb injury. For, for stealing bases, that absolutely matters. You think so? Yeah. Um, maybe. I mean, I'm, it's not good, that's for sure. But I'm not as worried about it nearly as much if it were, like, hamstring or leg or something. Of, of course. But even yeah. still, I mean, if, if you're a... a a stolen base guy, and you're, you're taking that head first slide in the second, you stick that thumb out there, and you're not 100% sure about it. Yeah. That's not good. He'll be worth keeping an eye on. My, my guess is he'll be 95% as good. He'll be fine. Um, <laughs> okay. Good thing I yeah. have three names then. Yeah. Uh, do you like Jimmy Paredes at Anibal? I didn't have that, no. But I, I, you could talk me into it, sure. Yeah, he's fine. It's a good lineup for him. It's a good place to be. And he has... He's been up and down. He's been hot and cold, but he still has an OPS over 800 in the first half. He's going to be fine. Um, and Anibal, again, has been hot and cold as well, so you could get a good matchup there. If you have $4,000 lying around in FanDuel, you can get uh, Jason Gibness and Mike Leak. It's... <sighs> is Mike Leak as boring to stream against as he is to stream himself? Or you're just like, okay. like he's going to something, actually. Yeah, Mike Leak... Is hittable, but he's not a guy that you're like like Wade Miley that you're really like rushing out to get the matchup against him. Like he can be competent, he can be okay. So yeah, so I don't know that I'm paying full price for guys against him. So Kipnis could certainly do fine, but it's not exciting. Well, um, speak full price. Would you pay full price for Jose Altuve against Martin Perez? Uh, I like it more, kind of, because Martin Perez I think has more downside. Um, but yeah. I don't know, I don't know that I would do it either. I might stay cheap. But um, but yeah, that's forty three hundred bucks on FanDuel again. Martin Perez, I could see the Astros doing bad things to Martin Perez in this matchup. So, um, I like it a little bit more than Kipnis. Also, costs a little bit more. Um, yeah. I also wrote Scooter Jeanette gets Charlie Morton, another lefty in the Brewers lineup. There aren't a ton of them, but he could do just fine. Again, he's been good since he was called back up. So, however you trusted Scooter Jeanette in the preseason, I trust him that much again. Uh, yeah. Any other second baseman for you? Yes. Okay. I kind of I kind of like Joe Panic against Robbie Ray. Okay. Sure. Joe Panic's you know, kind of hitting everything. Yeah, it's you know Joe Panic. He he 
he's actually done really well against left-handed pitching this year. And not only that, he draws walks against lefties, which is kind of impressive. Yeah. Oh, he's shown a pretty good uh, understanding of the strike zone and good contact guy. And if he starts to get power, watch out. But, yeah, uh, but yeah he, he should be just fine. Uh, and the last time I had was Neil Walker against Mike Fires. Nothing wrong with that. Ever Neil Walker is also kind of a boring option, but has dependable power and produces in an okay lineup. So you know, he hits righties pretty well, and he happens to be a switch hitter, so it does affect him to the advantage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so and he I, pre- yeah he prefers righties. Yeah, I kind of I kind of like that for him. So sure, I'm not a problem with Neil Walker at all. How about yeah. third base? They had four names written down. Did you have more than that? No, I struggled for third base. Okay. Uh, I started with Alex Rodriguez versus Mike Montgomery. Again, it's a lefty in Yankee Stadium, and the biggest right-handed strong bat is, you know, to share an A-Rod. Uh, they're both pretty capable against lefties. Um, again, Mike Montgomery I believe in a bit going into the second half, but I don't want him in Yankee Stadium, I don't think. Manny Machado uh, gets Anibal Sanchez. Again, Anibal is still allowing home runs, so that could be a good matchup for Machado. Not cheap, but a good matchup. Um, if you want to go cheaper than that, uh, Matt Duffy gets Robbie Ray. Do you like Matt Duffy? Not, I like Joe Pennington a lot more against the lefty than I do against, than I do Matt Duffy. You think so? I mean, it's platoon advantage for Duffy, and I feel like he has more power, but, but he's, I don't know. He's bad against lefties this year. Yeah, I think he has the skills to do well, but, but yes, um, he hasn't impressed too much yet, but. I don't know. I, I think he could be able to uh, to handle Robbie Ray, maybe. I mean, again, I like Robbie Ray, but like Matt Duffy, okay. Um, the one I like this cheap and a little more obvious, David Freeze gets Wade Miley, and David Freeze is only 2400 bucks on FanDuel, and he kills lefties. I mean, he he's, hasn't had a great season, but he's very capable of hitting left-handed pitching, so like that. Yeah. He's cheap. It's a good lineup that could do well against Miley overall. So I'm kind of curious how, how much of you know, what he's done against left-handed pitching this year has been BABIP-driven. He's, he's, he's got a one nine seven batting average against left-handed pitching, but a three ten OBP. Yeah, and he's just always shown a good skill at it. So even if, you know, numbers are down a little bit, he's yeah. capable. He's I, just, I just think good. that might be, like, you know, just bat, kind of BABIP-driven yeah. struggle as opposed to I can't hit lefty struggle. Yep, yep. Um, what about you? Any third baseman you had that I missed? Yeah, I, I put Chris Bryant down kind of just because. Yeah, he can hit, you know, most situations I would take him. Other than Bryant, the only other name I really had was Ramos Ramirez. Yeah, it's Charlie Morton. It's it's not exciting. Ramos Ramirez has gotten sad and boring also, unfortunately. Yeah, kind of, kind of, that's what age does to you. But yeah, he, he, I don't know. Yeah, you want to be excited about it, but. No, it's a righty. Morton can get out righties, and Aramis just doesn't have a ton left in the tank. Aramis, you know, it's Charlie Morton, so I, I, I'm assuming Aramis will be able to put the ball in play against him. At least he won't be striking out against Charlie Morton. Mm-hmm. Is my guess. So again, I, I, I would much rather go, you know, toss say, you know, crush Davis in, in my third base slot than Aramis Ramirez. Yep, if he's eligible, he's a lot more exciting. But. Yes, a lot more exciting, and he yeah. should, he should be eligible. Yep. Okay, how about shortstop? Often the slimmest position. What are you okay. thinking here? Actually, I had three names I'm actually excited about. Okay. Who do you got? Uh, no, I'm starting with uh, Carlos Correa versus Martin Perez. Yeah, that's the obvious one and a good one. Again, I think those Astros will score those runs against him. I don't see why not. No, especially Carlos Correa. He's, we don't have a, a huge, you know, 
at, you know, you know, uh, sample size at the major league level, but he's got he's got an OPS over a thousand against lefties so far in his young career. Yeah, it looks good so far. That's for sure. Yeah, from what so, we can tell. All right, next to my list, I had Brandon Crawford against Robbie Ray. Yeah, Brandon Crawford's had weird success against lefties, and not even just this year, but last year too. Yeah, he's got nine homers and four steals against left-handed pitching this year. It's weird because he is lefty himself. It's the weird backward split. That, it is. I don't know. It's working for Brandon Crawford again. He did it last year, if I recall off the top of my head. Like, I screwed uh, up. It's against right-handed pitching. I apologize. I had the wrong screen up. Okay. Against left-handed pitching, it's three homers and zero steals, but I still like him. Yeah, he's been good though, right? How do his rate stats look? Oh, slash is 318, 375, 545 with a 920 OPS. Yeah, he looks great, you know, yeah. even if he's not the on the list, and it's because he's good. Yeah, yeah, he he's hitting lefties, so, yeah, I like that there. And again, it's it's not... <sighs> Robbie Ray's interesting, he's not a guy I'm avoiding, but um, mm. he can certainly take advantage of him. Who else do you have? Who's your last name? I had Denny Hechevria and Clint Barmas. Okay, you and Clint Barmas, huh? It's Jose. It's Jose. It's Jorge de la Rosa. Yeah, and he likes to say lefties, as we talked about right before yeah, the break. He's, he's old. He's kind of bad, but he's done damage against lefties, and he didn't get a zero in the last time I used him. So. There you go. Yeah, so you're not a total idiot for bringing him up. No. Um, yeah, I have Echeverria uh, against Adam Morgan. Also, it was sad to go look in that. Marlins lineup for guys that hit lefties, and there's no Stanton, and there's no Azuna, and you're like, okay. Um, but yeah, he he's capable. He's having a good year. A lot of it might be bad driven, but that's can be a skill of some kind. So uh, <laughs> it can a little bit. There's higher BABIP guys. It can, uh, uh, just it can be a skill of some kind. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it is. Sometimes it's not. I don't know. I'm just saying. I don't think it's completely fluky. I don't think he's maybe this good, but. uh yeah, I, I like Echeverria there. It'll be cheap. He's 2300 bucks on FanDuel. That's worth your flyer. Go ahead and try that at shortstop. Um, Carlos Correa is 3600 so it's kind of a big difference. Um, I wrote down Alcides Escobar, really because he leads off against John Dinks. He likes to hit lefties, and I think the Royals are going to score against John Dinks. So um, I have Alcides, who will be just fine. And then... Xander Bogarts gets C.J. Wilson, and C.J. Wilson's been weirdly competent, so it's not really an easy matchup to beat up on, but um, Xander Bogarts has been good, and he prefers the lefties, so I don't think he would be crazy to go with Xander Bogarts either. Um, and then how about the outfield for you, Matt? What are you thinking? My outfield list is not as long as usual. Really? It's surprising. Well, I th- you know, we-, we have to start with-, with-, with the big obvious name, right? Okay. Who's your big obvious name? It's Mike Trout. Okay, yeah, Mike Trout gets Wade Miley. It's fifty four hundred bucks on Fanduel, but it's it, it, it's a good matchup. If ever there, if ever there was a day to pay it, it is Friday yeah. against uh, against Wade Miley. Yeah. So, um, yep, yeah, it's obvious, but if you can find it, I like it. Okay. Mm-hmm. The, the other, uh, you know, you know, next I kind of go to my platoon guys that I kind of mm-hmm. like. So I'm, I'm looking at Crispy Young and I'm looking at Gerardo Parra. Okay. Sure, I like both of those uh, just fine. And they should be cheap. Yes, yes they should. Um, th- that's why you like those guys, even if they only hit one side of the plate, you only need them to do it one day, you know. <laughs> so, it works for you. I wrote down Mike Morse gets Adam Morgan, again, looking for right-handed bats in that Marlins lineup. Mike Morse likes it lefties. Adam Morgan's not terrible, but he's certainly not, you know, going to hold people in check. 
And uh, Mike Morris could run into one. He hasn't done much this year, especially due to injury, but he could run into one. So he's cheap. I like that okay. I like all the Indian outfielders, except for Michael Bourne, who's not very good. But um, Michael Brantley, Brandon Moss, and David Murphy. Um, they're going to Cincinnati to get Mike Leak, which is competent but not exciting. But they lose their DH going there, which means David Murphy might be out of some starts if they're keeping Michael Bourne in, in center field. So keep an eye on that. But all three of them are very capable against right-handed pitching, and Mike Leak is whatever. So I like them. Lorenzo Cain yeah. gets John Danks. Lorenzo Cain's been good. Been yes. real good. And he likes it lefties, and John Danks is really bad, and it's a good ballpark. If you can find a way to afford it, this is the guy I like around that price. He's $4,000 on FanDuel, and... Lorenzo Cain is that's a good matchup. I also write opposite of Trout. I got uh, Mookie Betts gets C.J. Wilson, and C.J. Wilson's been fine, but Mookie Betts is is certainly capable. Um, I like him more than you do. We've been over this, but I think he'll do. Quite, it seems okay. everybody likes him more than I do. I don't know if you saw, but Fangraphs today like trade value. Yeah, did they put him way high? He came in like tenth. Yeah. Well, he's young and has a lot of control, and he plays a good center field. It's hard to play center field. Okay, Dylan, if 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 Boston calls up New York and says, okay, we, we'll give you Mookie, but we want Matt Harvey, who says no first? Uh, the Mets won't do it. Um, no. No. I Yeah, I understand. I don't know. Those pieces are always weird and are designed to make you argue, <laughs> for sure. I, see, I don't... I, I disagree with, with that one. I, Some people want the position player, maybe. You know, and again, I, he plays a good center field, which is valuable. I, um, anyway. I, just, I don't see him as the 10th most valuable player in all of baseball. It just makes he, no sense. He could do well against C.J. Wilson, though. On he Friday. could do well against C.J. Wilson to bring the podcast back. Yeah. But Do you like Josh Reddick against Irvin Santana? Yes. Sure. He can run into one. He's only 2900 bucks on uh, on FanDuel, so he could be fine. Um, Dylan, how, uh, how, how do we feel about Mark Canna? I, I don't. <laughs> I don't feel about Mark Canna. You're uh, off? What's that? You're, you're, you're out completely? I, no, I'm not out. I just don't have an opinion. I just, I don't have strong feelings. I don't hate him. I don't love him. He's been pretty underwhelming, but not awful. Um, he, he had the, he had the hot April, terrible May, and normal June, and now he's been actually pretty good again in July, so. Yeah. Um, I don't think he'd be crazy again. Irvin Santana is nothing special. So no. he could he could do something there. Mm-hmm. Um, my last name, Justin Upton, is only twenty seven hundred bucks on FanDuel, which is crazy cheap. I realize he's at home and not where people think they want him, even though he's done well there. Um, but he gets Jorge De La Rosa. He likes it lefties. He's shown he can hit it out of you know out of Petco. So uh, yeah, twenty seven hundred bucks. You got to get Justin Upton in your lineup for that price, right? I don't. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I, I don't really like the matchup that much for him. It's Jorge De La Rosa. I I know that, but I, I don't... Does he hit lefties as well as you think he does? I remember he has those weird splits this year. Um, at home and away, but, I mean, you're chopping up pretty fine for a half a year, you know, sample size. He's very capable hitting lefties. He always has been, and he's having a good year. I don't know. I like Justin Upton. For sure. I mean, I, if I'm building an outfield stack, I, I think I'd... Kind of rather go with like a ridiculously expensive option like Mike Trout, and then try to fill in with cheaper guys. Yeah, I can see that. Um, at twenty seven hundred bucks on Fanduel, he's one of the cheaper guys though. Dylan, do you know his OPS against this year? But isn't it like again? Didn't we like slice it up and it was like bad on the road but good at home? I, I don't. 
I trust his career numbers more. He's He's been good in the past. He'll be fine. It's Jorge De La Rosa. If you don't believe in his OPS against lefties, believe in Jorge De La Rosa's struggles against righties. Okay, you know what? You've talked me into it. Yeah. But... He's cheap. He's cheap. He has too much potential to be that cheap. Um, hey. Any other outfielders for you? I, th- I think we've covered it pretty well. Cool. Um, and then let's look at some pitchers, which will go right into our Field of Streams contest. Uh, okay. The one that leaps off the page to me on Friday is Jose Fernandez, obviously. Goes to Philadelphia. That's an awesome matchup. That's where you want to pitch, if not at home, against the Phillies. He's five figures on FanDuel, though. He's 10500 bucks. You could it's fill big. out a lineup against that as, you know, with that as a novelty, but I wouldn't really worry about it, would you? I would, I, I would be so, just based on what we've seen him do since he's been back, I would be so tempted to roll with that. I'm not going to lie. I, I, you could make a case that's actually cheap for him. I suppose. I don't know. There's still question marks. I don't believe he's all of a sudden 100,000% back. Um, I think it's going to have his struggles, his bumps in the road. I still think he'll be good, obviously. But I'm not all in yet. Um, but that's certainly a good matchup for him. He will do, regardless of whether you invest in him or not, or Royal You listener invest in him for DFS, he's going to do fine. So, um, Who else sticks out to you? Well, we've got our guy Drew Hutchison pitching at home against Tampa Bay. Yeah, I wanted to talk about that a little bit. All right, what do you want to talk about? Uh, in eight starts before the All-Star break, he had a 2-1-2 ERA at home. Yes, he did. He held Fantastic. opposing hitters to a 5.57 OPS. It's ridiculous. That's really good, but at home in Toronto. Only at home. Everywhere else, horrific. Yeah, I don't really get it. I don't <laughs> think we're going to talk about it and explain it. You know, mom's home cooking or something. He's doing well. You know, I don't. I assume his mom didn't move to Toronto uh, for him, but the maybe point is, maybe she did. Uh, maybe that's why he's doing so well there. But she refuses to travel when he pitches. It's only yeah. in Toronto. Um, Won't even take his phone calls and bums him out. If you trust him, he's going to be cheap because his huge ERA has kind of blown up his price. But uh, yeah, he has strikeouts, and it's against Tampa Bay, who's not a great lineup anyway. So no. um, I don't mind Hutchison at home against Tampa Bay at all. I, yeah, I think it, you you could honestly talk me into a Hutchison Fernandez pairing, and I wouldn't I would be fine with it. Yep, if you can afford it, that, that's not bad. Um, who else do you like on the mound for Friday? <sighs> the problem is there there aren't any like cheap options that like stand out to me. Sure, you know I don't really you know Mike Montgomery. I don't think he's going to be cheap, and I don't think I really want him in New York. Yeah. Um, Masahiro Tanaka, I'm sorry. When I, I we, we talked about this all year. I just I have zero faith that he's you know I I, I have zero faith that he's going to finish the year without feeling something in that elbow and having to be shut down in the middle of a start. Yep, yep. Um, it's not a great matchup either, so I wouldn't rush out for him. You know, you you you, you can make a case for a guy like him. Yep. I, I don't I don't even like Clayton Kershaw that much in Washington. No, that's not a great matchup for him either. You wouldn't want to pay the Clayton Kershaw price to send him to Washington. Or at least I wouldn't. <laughs> oh, I, no. I'm not a fan there. You know, Colin McHugh, you could kind of talk me into it. We, you know, he's, he, you know we, we, we've been a fan of his for quite a while on the podcast. And yeah. You'd be a fan of his. I don't love the matchup for him, honestly. The, the Rangers' offense is hot and cold, but it's uh, certainly not empty. No. I could do okay. Um, 
you could talk me into Chris Chris Young versus the White Sox. Yeah, how about it? Uh, Matt, pop quiz, what team scored the fewest runs in the first half? Is it the White Sox? It is the White Sox. They scored like 17 less runs than the Phillies in the first half. I didn't break it down by per game, but... Dylan, what do you think the odds are that Robin Ventura just doesn't show up for the second half? <laughs> you wish. In your dreams. Like, like they don't fire him. He just, like, stops coming. Like, yeah. He, he, he went home for the All-Star break and just decided to stay. No call, no shows? Yeah, just... What, we're still playing? Yeah. Um... So Chris Young, as we know, is not going to get strikeouts, and at the cell is not a great place for the fly ball guy to pitch. That said, he's sixty three hundred bucks on Vandal. He's going to do fine. He's he's going to be very competent. Um, he probably is. Yeah, and the White Sox are epically bad against lefties, but against a righty, which Chris Young is, they're still pretty bad. They're twenty eighth out of thirty in WRC plus. Yeah, they don't hit. So that's a no. good matchup for Chris Young. I, I really like Lance Lynn at home against New York. He's been yep. fantastic. He's, he's, he's got the, uh, the, the Drew Hutchison home road split. Oh, not, not the, the road split, but the home split. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he gets to face the Mets, which is a pretty okay matchup. They're 27th against righties, just a and step ahead of the White Sox. The thing with him is he, he almost has zero platoon split. He, uh, righties have a 668 OPS against him. Lefties a 664 OPS against him. Yeah. He'll be fine. What about the opposite side of the, the, what do you think of Noah Syndergaard, who gets the Cardinals? It'll be a little bit cheaper, but the Cardinals are ninth against righties. They can hit. They're above average. Yeah, they're, they're a competent offense. I don't love it for him. I really don't, but. He's sure been good so far. He's had a couple big games. He, yeah. He, Overall, his peripheral numbers look good. His ratio stats are okay. Like, he's been fine. You know, I don't, it, he'd have to really mess up to get sent back down. Oh, obviously. No, I, it, it, it He's here for us. good. Yeah, there's, I don't. I don't think we're going to be seeing him getting sent back down anytime. You know, barring injury, I don't think he's going to be sent down anytime. Yeah. So, no. Sunday um, Gray gets the Twins. That's a really good pitcher against a lineup that is not good against righties, and they're going to Oakland. So, if you like Sunday Gray, if you can afford him. Yeah, you, you could talk. I, I don't. Again, I I I am not the biggest Sunday Gray fan this year. But unlike last year. Unlike last year, which I was all in. Yeah, yeah. I just. I just wasn't as big, nearly as big of a fan of him this year as I was last year. And okay. Well, it's, you're going to pay kind of full price for him, but it's a good matchup. Actually, yeah, he's kind of going out of his way to actively prove me wrong. Yep. Um, my last name I had, Trevor Bauer, gets the Reds, and that's just a strikeout play because he can rack up the Ks, and yeah, the Reds aren't that good. So They also don't even have a DH, which is nice for Bauer, who should do just fine. I don't think he needs the help because I don't know who their DH would be. But, um, yeah, I like that for him. Any other pictures for you uh, on Friday? I think, you know, James Shields, I don't, mm. you know, it's the Rockies on the road, so. You could do fine, but I wouldn't target it, you know. Yeah, I wouldn't target, you know, it, you're going to be paying the full James Shields price, and I, don't, I just, I don't, I, I think there are other matchups I like a lot better. Sure. Okay, um, let's look at DFS. Uh, let's start with Friday. Um, we already mentioned a whole bunch of these pictures. Now we got to find ones that are eligible for our contest. Um, our Field of Streams contest is Matt and I picking pictures less than 50% owned in Yahoo leagues. So guys that are not as obvious hopefully can help you stream or go with DFS. Um, and we keep track online all the time. Um, I just caught up with it. I always write the names down, but I finally caught up and, and what we've had so far. Through the first half, Matt, uh, 
I have 96 games. You have 97. So yeah. I, I missed a game somewhere. Um, I'm close to you in innings. I'm tied with you in strikeouts at 397. <laughs> uh, you continue to rack up way more wins than me. You have 32 wins to my 25. That's a runaway. And then uh, my ERA is 4.56, and your ERA is 4.28. So I'm not getting my butt kicked, that's for sure. Okay. Yeah, it's close-ish. I, I'm closing the gap a little bit after having such a hard time earlier in the year. And I have a yeah. 1.39 whip, and you have a 1.35 whip. So you, right. I, I'm getting closer. I don't know if I'm going to catch you, but I'm embarrassing myself less, that's for sure. And last year, you know, last year didn't we have like you know like three like ERAs in the threes at this point last year? Uh, I don't know about at this point. We did definitely much better in the second half, I think, as we figure out you know these guys. So, yeah. um, let's look at Friday again. All these pitchers are less than fifty percent owned. We're each going to pick a guy. I'll go ahead and go first. I wrote down Mike Montgomery against the Yankees. Um, he's fifty percent owned. He's right on the line. I'm not going to take him, and I imagine his ownership will continue to go up. It's it's not a great matchup for him, but he's a pitcher that I feel like everybody needs to have. You know, he needs Agreed. to be owned in all the leagues. Uh, yes. He might not keep up the level of success that he had in the first half, but he he's worth owning. We mentioned Drew Hutchison. Uh, I'm going to consider him. Cal Hendricks goes to Atlanta. Uh, they're 21st in WRC Plus against righties. Um, it's not great. They're in there missing Freddie Freeman, so Hendricks is going to be good. Uh, Charlie Morton gets Milwaukee. Uh, they're mostly right-handed, and he can take down righties, but they're also a pretty decent offense. That and uh, Adam Lind can actually cause some problems. Um, I wrote Martin Perez because he has upside, and he could be good, and they like to strike out, or the Astros do, who he's going to face, but I don't trust it enough to take him at all. Uh, that makes me really nervous. And then my last one is Robbie Ray gets the Giants, but they're eighth versus lefties. He's he's been good, but that makes me a little bit nervous for sure. So, yeah. So of those guys, I mean, there's definitely a lot of options. Uh, some I'm just more kind of paying attention to that I'm excited about. I think I'm going to go Hendricks at Atlanta, but I'm interested in Hutchison for sure. I'm on the line thinking about Hutchison, but, um, I don't know. His high area overall makes me scared. Um, I'm going Hendricks, I think. Um, what about you? Are you picking one of those guys I listed? Um, well, yeah, Hutchison's my pick. Okay. Yeah, you have Hutchison in Toronto. Banking on those home road splits. You're not crazy. It's scary, but you're not crazy. Okay, how about Saturday? Who did you see on Saturday that you like? Okay, Saturday. I, I find Saturday a bit more streamer-friendly than I found Friday to be. Okay. Yeah, we've got two of my favorite guys. We've got Chase Anderson and Anthony Desclafani. Mm-hmm. I I don't necessarily love, you know, Cleveland in Cincinnati for Anthony Desclafani. I don't necessarily love San Francisco in Arizona for Chase Anderson. Yeah. The one that I'm kind of drawn to is Chad Bettis in San Diego. Okay. Yeah, he's actually been kind of competent. Is, is he under, is, he's still under 50%, correct? He's got to be. I can check for you right now, but yeah, I would be surprised. People are not buying into a Colorado starter like that. He's 4% owned. Because he has bad overall stats, 491 ERA, 144 whip. But he's definitely flash brilliance much better than that. He has 60 strikeouts and 69 and two-thirds innings. Like, he's been okay. 27 walks, 8 homers. It's not great. I didn't say he's been great, but he's been okay, you know. 540s, is that kind of a, a, a night start or a day start? Uh, It's hard to say. I don't know how those splits work, actually. Neither do I, but he's been much better during the day than he has been at night. Yeah. Um, are you worried about him at night? 
At night, he has a 610 ERA. Oh, that's what? Six starts? Seven. Yeah, I, I wouldn't worry about that, personally. Yeah. I, the home road thing makes way more sense with a pitcher like that. You think so? Well, when Coors is one of his, when it's his home, sure. Absolutely. Yeah, I, it's a good point. Um, other names that kind of intrigued me, just looking quickly here, Tom Kohler in yeah. Philadelphia, Chad Billingsley in Philadelphia. Kohler could do fine in Philadelphia, but we like him on the at home. More. Yeah, we like him a lot more at home. Yeah. Uh, Erasmo Ramirez in Toronto. This should go horribly for Erasmo if history is any judge, but it probably won't. Yeah. Well, I wrote that down just because, not because at Toronto is a good matchup for most anybody, and it's not, but um, he's just been so red hot. He's only on the 29% of leagues, and that's way low. He should be on in the majority of mixed, shallow mixed leagues right now. He's, been, he's, been, he's not been great on the road uh, on the road this year, though. I, I don't want him in this outing, but he's been good overall. Yeah, like, I don't want him in this outing either. I, he's been red hot. Grab him, don't start him on Saturday, but pick him up. Hold on to him. I think I've got to go back to the well again with Chase Anderson. I really do. Okay. Yeah, I guess the Giants who are sneakily not a great matchup for righties, but I'm not that worried about him. He's confident for sure. I like that fine. It was on my list. I had Erasmo and Anderson and Manny Benuelos against the Cubs. He's okay, uh, and they're a little bit above average against lefties, though. I want my eyes on him and keep an eye on him, but... I can't go there. I'm taking Jimmy Nelson against the Pirates, who are just below average against righties, and he's been very okay. You know, he's not great, but um, it's just not a good streaming day on Saturday, I think. Um, I, I like Anderson a lot, but it's not a great matchup. I'm kind of worried about the Giants, I guess. So, um, yeah, I'm going Nelson. I'm not excited about it, but he's very confident. Um, and then Sunday, I wrote four names down. Um, Marco Estrada gets the Rays. We've talked about Marco Estrada plenty. He's been consistent. Um, it's interesting, and the Rays are not a tough matchup, but uh, I'm not going with that. I wrote Dan Heron at Philadelphia, but he's 58% owned. Not eligible, but I like Dan Heron. He's having an okay year. Um, Jesse Chavez gets the Twins. Jesse Chavez is only 33% owned despite a 3-4-0 ERA, 1-2-2 whip, and 84 strikeouts in 102 thirds innings. Uh, Jesse Chavez, I just, I just think he's underowned, and the Twins are a good matchup for righties. Um, the other name I have is Patrick Corbin gets the Giants. And Patrick Corbin was pretty good a year and a half ago. I don't know if people forgot that he was really good, but he's back now, and everybody's rightfully so super excited about, uh, Fernandez, but I, I don't know. Corbin is not nearly as good. I'm not trying to compare them in that way, but I think he just deserves the attention for sure. Um, the Giants are not a great matchup for him either. Uh, they're kind of a pesky offense. They're good, but uh, it's another one kind of like Erasmus. I'm like, go out and get him. If he's on the wire wire, like you don't want to run the risk of Corbin recovering his, his previous form, and you just kind of let him. So I'm going to stick with Chavez. It feels safe. It feels wise, but I have my eye on Corbin. Um, did you pick one of those two? Actually, I had Chavez. Yeah, it's the safer one, right? Did you consider Corbin? No. You still think people should take a flyer on him? I think it's the Giants. Don't they hit? They hit lefties awfully well, don't they? Not as good as righties, but yes. Really? Yeah, they're hitting everything. They're yeah, they are eighth in WRC plus against lefties. It looks like. I do like Patrick Corbin. I think you know, I Jesse Chavez is at home against Minnesota is a better matchup. That's what I'm thinking. Yep. Yep. Pretty much. It's a it's a good matchup for him. So. Yeah, Corbin just in 2013, not very long ago, uh, made 32 starts with a 3-4-1 ERA. 
you know, he had 178 strikeouts. That's not amazing, but he was an all-star. He pitched well. Like, he can come back and be a competent, fancy hurler for sure. So, But, yeah, we are going with Chavez. Uh, a little less upside, but much more stable. Uh, all right, Matt, that should do it for us heading into the weekend. You got anything to add before we wrap up the all-star week with one episode? Personal or baseball? And anything you need to add before we get out of here? No, I'm, I'm, nothing you know springs to mind that I need to add. You know, we're, we're experiencing some ridiculously hot weather and ridiculously horrible storms right now in Chicago. Did you get your air conditioner all good to go? No, business? no. Now you wish you did. No. Oh, oh man. Uh, staying safe in the storms? Are they ba- that bad? I, it's, you know, I, I live in the third floor. There's nothing to worry about. Yeah. Um, Although what is kind of troubling is that the guy in the second floor below me is is getting some kind of leakage in his apartment. Oh, so. good. That's going to be fun for you to deal with after I, signing on a condo. And the best part is he's renting. I'm buying. Yeah. So I, I get to. Uh, I'm, I'm, That's not fun. I'm, I'm. I'm. You know, there's no water in my apartment, so I'm assuming the association's going to have to deal with it. But I have no idea how this works out. If anybody has any advice, and I'm what to do or not to do for a first-time homeowner, I would appreciate it. I'm sure there's going to be somebody out there in Fangraphs land. And yeah, let's hope so. Is a, is, a, is a housing expert. Tweet at Matt, at MattDFP911. <laughs> if you have tips on what, what to do when your neighbor is experiencing leakage, it's probably coming from your apartment. In the state of Illinois, yes. Yeah, in the state. Uh, yeah, um, well, yeah, tweet at Matt about that and about fantasy baseball stuff and whatever you'd like. Um, yeah. I'm on Twitter at HigginsFOS and like to interact with fans every day, of course, as well. So like to hear from you guys. Um, that should about do it for us. Matt and I will be back on Monday to oh, yeah. kick off next week again, five days a week, Monday to Friday, here at uh, Fill the Streams uh, at Rotograph. So, yeah, we'll talk to you guys then. Enjoy your baseball. Thank you for listening to the Fill the Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit Fangraphs.com slash fantasy or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs. <laughs>